Good afternoon, everyone. We are live for today's MMA OB Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, May 3rd. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin. There's Big Marcel. How's it going, my friend? All good, man. All good. Happy to be here, uh, breaking down some fights. Yep, uh, looking yep. forward to the weekend. And, uh, man, what was that uh, we got to talk about this a little bit? What was that with the board the UFC showed in the clip? That's of the, the thing. Fight? We were just talking about this offline, guys. So, you know, it's it's crazy. We've never seen really a leak like this before. Um Basically, like there was a, I guess like a documentary or interview done in the war. They called the UFC War Room, and a lot of fights were leaked today. So Marcel's had a busy day. I mean, I've kind of had a busy day, like doing my other stuff. But I know you've been busy, Marcel, because you've been trying to confirm some of these fights, right? Yeah, obviously, you know, the thing is, when it's on the board, it's probably in the works, but it doesn't mean it's a done deal, you know, so yeah. that's uh, already two or three fights already actually have been a done deal and have been posted now, yeah. but uh, yeah, there was there were some fun ones, man, I think Thiago Santos against Jamal Hill as a main I'm gonna event share your, July I'm going to share your thing right now, just so yeah. people can see, like, these are the ones yeah. that share are... Share my thing. <laughs> your thing, sorry. <laughs> I'm going to share your, your screen for your tweet, because you had it, Marcel had a good tweet here. Yeah. Obviously, this is not our focus of today, but this broke kind of this afternoon. This is pretty crazy. You don't really see a leak like this ever with the UFC. They don't really allow people into the war room. So here's the list of like newer fights, Marcel. If you want to talk, take it away, go ahead. So yeah, yeah. Ricardo Ramos, uh, TB to, to be announced. He probably had somebody to fight, but they're still searching. Reed versus Hughes is uh, confirmed by Alex Bahunin from Kate Side Press. Let me jump in for that one. So I watched <laughs> John uh, Hunko interviewed. Sam Hughes just a few days ago, and she said yeah. that she finished her contract and was really hoping for a new deal. She got a new deal, obviously, so there you go. Yeah, happy but, for her, by the way. Then we got the rematch between Kowalkiewicz and Harik, Munoz against Gravely, but then the more interesting ones, you know, um, Adesanya Cannoneer, UFC 276, let's hope it happens. The craziest one probably comes at Shimaev against Nate Diaz, uh, let's hope it happens. Not confirmed yet, that one. No, that's, no. Not yet, definitely. but I mean, that's, that's a crazy fight if it happens. Sean O'Malley, Pedro Munoz. I love that fight. Good one. I love Takashi, that Takashi Sato is actually against Matt Brown, apparently. So, um, yep. Robbie Lawler, Barbarina is confirmed. Barbarina announced on his, uh, on his Instagram. Yep. Happy birthday, by the way, to Brian. Uh, Thiago Santos, Jamal Hill is supposed to be a main event. Malaki versus wasn't readable, so couldn't say, couldn't get it. Same for McKinney and Penny, not readable. London, Paddy Pimlet, Atman Azaitar. Would wow. be a crazy fight, dude, if that happens. I mean, this guy's got tagged in both his fights by, like, lesser punchers, right? Luigi yeah. Benjamini and uh, Kazuo Vargas. Now he's fighting mm -hmm. a, a legitimate knockout artist. That's that's interesting, man. Yeah. And uh, we have Hadzovic against Mark Diakasi. It's nice. And up for 277, uh, John Jones, Stipe Miocic, and... Anthony Smith against Magomed Ankalaev. Those are both great fights if they happen. So yeah. yeah. So for what I hear with Jones and Stipe, they, they it's probably gonna happen in September instead. So I don't think it's gonna happen like her because Stipe is apparently needs more time or so. Yeah. The other fight you announced it already, but it was on the board too. Um, and I'm sure you guys, some of you guys saw it. Sergey Pavlovich is fighting Derek Lewis at UFC 277 as well, which is a great fight. Um, man, some good fights coming up. I mean, obviously the one everyone's talking about is, is uh, Hamzad and, and Nate Diaz. Yeah. You know, for me, like really, uh, like this guy just mentioned, we've got our guy here, a local. I, I love the Hill Santos fight. I really like um, Lawler and Barbarina. And I like Munoz and, and O'Malley too. That's a great fight for, for both guys. So, yeah, man, some fun fights coming up. And I will say this, the guys at UFC London, the last UFC London card, let's be honest, they gave them layup fights. They're yeah. giving them hard fights now. Like Tom Aspel's fighting Curtis Blades. <laughs> Patty Pimlet's fighting Ahmed Nazar. These are fucking hard fights for these guys. So yeah. 
they're not giving them layups. So yeah, I just wanted to mention that. And I know you had some other, um, you shared some other fights today as well, but we don't really have time for that. Um, just want to get to you guys in the chat. What's going on, man? What's up? Also, mention your 40k followers, by the way. Go thanks, ahead. man. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. But also, good to mention that uh, Sean Strickland against Alex Pereira has been yes. uh, switched from July 30 to July 2nd. It makes more sense Park. because if there's an injury to Cannonier, then what then Strickland yeah. would probably slide up, I would guess. Yeah, I would, I would think Sean would slide up for that. Maybe they would do because I think Pereira would need one more win, you know what I mean? But I'm just saying, Cannonier's probably gonna take that fight, obviously. You know, yeah. he's probably gonna make it healthy, hopefully, through the training camp. He deserves the, the, the card. Uh, the uh, the title fight, yeah, that car looks good. What's going on, man? Hey, John, what's up, man? Yeah, that'd be a good fight. This fight is good. Some good fights, man. Honestly, some really good fights, guys. So, really looking forward to those. But obviously, we're here for the UFC 274 preview, Marcel. So, we're yeah. breaking down all 15 fights. But we had to get that out of the way, right? We had to. Uh, yeah, I had to. I had to. Yeah, through. it's so interesting, right? So, let's get into it, man. Let's start off. You want to? We'll start off with the uh, the first fight of the night. And Marcel, I was talking to you about this today. Uh, they keep changing the bout order here, but the first fight is now Journey Newsom versus Ferdy Garcia. Hopefully, they don't change it again because I know Marcel's got to keep fixing that. Uh, nah. thing. So, start with this fight, Marcel. Right now, we got minus 150 on Ferdy Garcia, plus 130 on Journey Newsom. So, what's your thoughts on this fight, my friend? Yeah, man. Uh, Jordy Newsom, he's still due for his first uh, win in the octagon because uh, that uh, win over Domingo Pilarte got overturned in the no contest. Uh, lost to um, Fernie Garcia. I really like Fernie Garcia. I've been a long time follower of his in the LFA, uh, where he had some some decent fights. You know, uh, he he went to the Contender Series, got a win in the first round against Joshua Weems, which was the first, which was a, a short notice opponent because he was supposed to fight Paul Capaldo. Um, I think Garcia, a very talented guy, man, but the Newsom ain't that bad. Um, to make a long story short, I, I favor Fernie Garcia here. I'm taking him via decision, man. Yeah, no, I like him too, man. You know, for me, um, I think you got to fade this journey guy. He just really hasn't performed that well in the UFC. He hasn't fought in basically two years. He has not looked really good. I mean, he did land that knockout blow on Plurte, and then obviously uh, tested positive, I think, for, for weed. So it's not like that gave him superpowers or anything like that. Um, but the other performances, I mean, to be fair, Ricardo Ramos is, you know, a tough matchup, but lost that fight. And then the Randy Costa fight, just not super impressive. They're getting knocked out really quickly by a guy who's really struggled in the UFC, Marcel. You know, and I know Randy's very explosive in the first round, but still, that worries me, especially against Garcia, who did show power, right, on the Contender Series, like you said, Marcel, in that fight. Um, the guy definitely shows the power, but what's interesting, obviously, is he has grappling, too, you know? He's a very well-rounded fighter. Um, so, while... Newsom, Newsom does have more experience in the octagon and has fought it, you know, some decent fighters over his career, to be fair to him. I got a favor for Nick Garcia, Marcel, you know. Um, another guy from Fortis that I like as well. I mean, he's got a lot of experience fighting at LFA. I love that, you know. You know, it's crazy. He was on that Liddell Ortiz card. I remember watching that card, the third one, Marcel. Crazy he was on the prelims for that. But yeah, I mean, I, I think he wins, Marcel. I got to be honest with you guys. I, I, think the, I think the line's low here, you know. What do you think, Marcel? Minus 150. It's kind of low, right? You think it could be higher? Yeah, the thing is, it's his debut, right? Yeah, so so I think that's that's a thing. But, um, I, I mean, the, the also the thing is, many people think Journey Newsom hasn't won a fight in the UFC, which he didn't. But he actually had a great performance against uh, Pilarte, right? But uh, right. do you remember? But Yeah, uh, no, I talked yeah, about that. He tested positive for weed. It's yeah. Like it wasn't steroids, you know? So, like, yeah, I don't know, Marcel. I mean... 
I just don't think he's that good, honestly. Uh, yeah, I think you know, Garcia as well. Yeah, so I think the line's low. I mean, someone I would definitely take a look at. Having said that, we do know that, like Marcel said, you know, rookies struggle in their first fights, contender series guys. But, you know, Fernie's been around. Like, I watched Cole's interview with him, and, you know, he was just talking about how, you know, he's been around the UFC for a long time, cornering tons of guys from his gym. Miles John, Steven Peterson. He's been at the Apex so many times. He's fought in the Apex. I don't think this is going to be anything crazy for him. And if anything, I'm more worried about Newsom coming off such a long layoff, Marcel, and really like what has he been up to that whole time. And also, he's, you know, I'm not saying he's an older, like he's old because he's, you know, technically he's younger than me, but he is three years older in this fight. So I, yeah. I, I definitely, I favor Garcia, man. I really do. And, you know, he's, when, he's a good fighter. What are you going to say? When this fight wasn't that, somebody reached out to me. He's like, dude, I know who Fernando Garcia is going to fight in his uh, UFC debut. I was like, Fernando Garcia? Yeah, he fought in the Contender Series. He's a really good uh, prospect. I was like, who the fuck is Fernando Garcia again? <laughs> you know, how Fernie really connected him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he's great. I, and, you know, I like that camp. You know, Safe is a really good coach, yeah. as you know, Marcel. One of the better coaches, I would say. Um, get these guys prepared. I think he's going to have a good day be here, man. I like this kid. So I'm going to go with Fernie Garcia to start off the card. All right, Marcel, let's go to the next fight here. Ariane Carnalosi against Lupi Godinez. It's an interesting fight. We got uh, Godinez, minus 165, Carnalosi, plus 145, Marcel. So give me your thoughts on this one. Yeah, actually, this is a this is a fight where Carnalosi doesn't have a size disadvantage. I think they are over almost uh, as, as long, or uh, as short, whatever you want. Um, the thing is... Um, Godinez can take it to the ground, I think, and Godinez is pretty good on the ground. But although I think Carnalosi is also pretty good on the ground, she does well, you know, and she's super strong, you know, she's kind of like, uh, like a little powerhouse, you know what I mean? So for me, it's like, I think a third of the fight goes, maybe Lupi has more to win it, but uh, man, I, I still feel Ariana Carnalosi can win this fight, dude. So I'm going with Carnalosi here, dude. Um, there you go. And I'm taking her via, yeah, I said how long the fight goes, she probably uh, is, is in favor of Godinez, but I go with her winning the first two rounds, so I'm taking Carnalosi. Yeah, I think this is a pretty close fight, you know. Um, I think it's pretty evenly matched. They're both more grappling-based fighters, I would say. Although, you know, Carnalosi's got a little bit of striking too. But I think they both want to go to the ground if they could, you know. And for me, you know, Loopy's been pretty dominant at, in this weight class with the takedowns. Obviously, at 125, it wasn't as good, but against Silvana gomez Juarez, against Luma uh, Lubumi, against Jessica Penny even. And, you know, technically lost that fight, but should have won the decision. Just, you know, getting a lot of takedowns in those fights. And Carnalosi, man, I mean, the fight with uh, Natalie Yang, Marcel, she got taken down three times in that first round before the girl gassed out. You know, that's what happened. That yeah. She just completely gassed. She was, I think that was her debut. She just could not pace herself. It was a fun fight, but... I don't think that's going to happen to Godinez. I don't think she's going to gas out. So I think she'll be on the pressing that pressing the action the whole time, and I think she will get a couple takedowns here. Although you know, currently she's a very good wrestler herself. Yeah. I do think Godinez is the better wrestler Marcel. So for me, it's going to be a, a decision. But for Godinez, I think she grinds it out, gets a couple more takedowns, gets top control, wins the decision here. So that's that's my lean in this fight. But I do think it is a pretty you know competitive fight. But for Beautiful. Sure. Second fight. Difference, finally. I like Great. it, too. I mean, you know, <laughs> I don't like when we agree all the time. All right. Oh, by the way, we got A. Locus saying, great evening, guys. Lots to discuss. For sure, man. It's nice. Well, it's raining, actually, here. But for to win, M.A., nice to hear you, gentlemen. Always great to hear your takes. Cheers from Chile. Man, I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much, dude. And hope you're having fun down there in Chile. 
By the way, Bergen's talking about these big fights coming up. Yeah, I know. It's going to be fun. All right, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. Next one is Clayton Rodriguez against CJ Vergara in the flyweight division. Interesting fight as well. Minus 300 on Clayton Rodriguez in his UFC debut, plus 250 on CJ Vergara, two contender series vets. What do you think, Marcel? It's a big favorite here, Rodriguez. What do you think of those odds? Honestly, it's crazy to me, you know, but listen, Clayson Rodriguez was one of the three nasty Brazilians in the Dana White Contender Series, along with Jailton Almeida and uh, Caio Barallo to me. You know, I really like what I saw, but we got to go look at the competition they fought, you know, and if you look at CJ Fergara, he fought guys like Bruno Correa, Jacob Silva. Uh, those are solid guys, in my opinion, you know. And Clayton Rodriguez, we saw him in the Contender Series. He did really well against Santo Curatolo, which he defeated by a unanimous decision. He's yeah. a formal jungle fight champion in Brazil. But is he proven yet? I don't know yet, man. Uh, he has also a good win over Bruno Mesquita, but he's... It's such it's so difficult, you know. I think the odds are, are off, in my opinion. I think it should be much closer than what the odds are. Um, the thing is... I really didn't like Fergara showing against Ode Osborne, man. You know, I think it was not a good showing at all. And Rodriguez, he really impressed me. But this is a tough one because I think Fergara has uh, has fought better opponents, you know. And Rodriguez has been more impressive to me for some reason. So I'm kind of leaning toward Clayton Rodriguez and I'm going with a decision. I, I agree with a lot of what you said. <laughs> you know, I think CJ's definitely fought the better competition. You know, he had a nice win streak before that loss. But I'm with you because I picked him in to win that fight, and I thought he had a chance to knock out Ori Osborne. He looked really disappointing to me. He did win the third round, though. We'll give him that because, you know, he lost the first two, though. That's the thing. So at that point, he needed to finish, couldn't get it. I just wasn't impressed, you know. Um, he's a good striker overall. He's got power. I mean, he's, he's, he's pretty good, man. I think this fight is competitive, man. I think it's really competitive. I kind of, I'll be honest with you, Marcel. I kind of forgot Rodriguez. I didn't really remember too much about him because he only had the one fight. So watch this fight again against uh, Santo uh, Curatolo. And, you know, honestly, it was a pretty good performance, man. You know, he really yeah. showed off the striking, and he's very good at keeping the range, right? He's very good at that, where CJ really needs to get close to, like, hurt you because he's not really a range guy. Um, Rodriguez has, you know, death kicks, the flying knees, Marcel. The Santo Curatolo guy, Marcel, is actually not bad at all either. The guy I agree. Beat. And that guy had a crazy knockout on CFFC. Did you see that one where the guy, like, he head kicked the dude and he flew across the, the octagon <laughs> yeah. or the cage, I should say. Yeah, I mean, it was incredible. So I think actually that's a pretty decent win and better than I thought at the time. I still think the odds are off, though, man. You know, minus 300, a guy making his debut who, you know, doesn't have as much experience, hasn't fought great competition. But I think the kid's pretty talented for what I've seen. So... You know, after Vergara's performance, I was disappointed in Marcel. I wouldn't be surprised if he won. I do think it's a dogger pass spot. I'll say that. I wouldn't bet minus 300 in this guy. But I'm going to lean that way, too, for my pick, Marcel. And I thought about this fight a lot, you know. Mm -hmm. It's 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 a closer fight than the odds are indicating. But I, I still think that the right guy probably is favored because yeah. this kid's got a lot of potential, man. I'll say that. You know, if he can unlock it, he'll be, he'll be dangerous. And, you know, Marcel, he's only 26 years old, right? So. CJ's not always 30, but just saying 26, a lot of room for improvement at that age, Marcel. I agree with Glenn. He, he doesn't fight that often. You know, that's the other problem with this guy. So there's it, it's not like I'm in love with him, and I wouldn't bet minus 300, you know, but I do see the potential, Marcel. I do see it. Um, but we did talk about this, you know, recently, like being careful of going after these guys for bets that don't have much experience. And, you know, it's burned me a little bit um, the last couple of events. So, 
you know, that's why I'm going to pass on this one. But for a pure pick, I'll lean that way. You know what I mean? So that's my thoughts on this one, Marcel. Hmm. Let's go to the next fight here. Tracy Cortez against Melissa Gatto in the women's flyweight division. Interesting fight as well. Cortez minus 160, Gatto plus 140. Give me your thoughts on this one, man. Give me your thoughts on this one first. I think it's uh, it's an interesting fight. I think both girls are really good prospects. My initial lean was going to be towards Gatto because I was so impressed by what she did to uh, Sajara Eubanks. That was my initial thoughts because I was like, oh, man, plus money on this girl just like really destroyed like a pretty tough fighter. She's looked good in the UFC, but but the more I looked into it, she could be taken down and controlled in the ground, man. And Cortez is such a good wrestler. She can get anyone down. And remember, her her first couple of fights were at 135, right? And I'll tell you right now, that win over Stephanie Egger looks really good right now, doesn't it? I think it looks yeah. really good because that girl's very strong. And she was able to uh, take her down and, and grind her out to control her. And then at Marcel, the Justin Kish fight was close. And Justin Kish looked really good in the last night Delta. I'll give her that too. But again, was able to get control. You know, Marcel, like a lot of control time. You know, six minutes in that fight, the Egger fight, nine, ten minutes. Mellow, eight minutes. Even Agapova, Marcel, she, she basically dominated her too. So I think Gato is really talented. And I'm, I'm a little surprised they booked this fight, to be honest with you, because they're both like really good prospects. But, you know, someone's got to win, someone's got to lose. I think Cortez is going to win a decision. I think she's, she grinds her out, Marcel. So that's my thoughts on this one. But I think it's an interesting fight, you know. Um, I think definitely Gato's got a chance to sub her because she's very good with submissions. And maybe finish her if the fight stays standing. But I just think Cortez's grappling is just – it's very good. And I do think that – obviously, we know she's been dating Brian Ortega. You don't think they're training jiu-jitsu together? Like, obviously, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean, Marcel? They're, they're training jiu-jitsu together. So she's learning submission skills, I'm sure, too. And someone says in the chat, you know, maybe a, she gets a triangle choke. Maybe. I mean, it's possible. I don't think she'll end up on her back, though. I think she'd be on top and maybe get a rear naked choke or anything or an arm bar. But I, I think a decision is the most likely outcome here, Marcel. So I'm going to go with Cortez by decision. Yeah, I'm hearing a lot of north-south chokes training. <laughs> That's why I had to laugh what you said. Um, yeah. I feel I feel the same way, man. To be, yeah, sorry, man. I'm, I have a dirty mind. Uh, so uh, I feel the same way, man. Cortez wrestling is pretty dominant, you know. Yeah. And uh, Gato, uh, I mean, she has been impressive so far in the UFC, I think. But uh, Cortez also in front of her home crowd, you know. She's from Phoenix, Arizona. And she yeah. will. Th I think she will thrive. I think she will win the decision, likely. Yeah. Yeah, and like what you know, <coughs> they're both good prospects, right? So really, the UFC's not going to lose here. The, the guards who wins or loses, but like they've really been pushing this girl. Obviously, Marcel, she was just at the Phoenix Suns game. I saw that on her Instagram. So they're trying to promote her, obviously, and, and get her face out there. And uh, you know, I just think the wrestling's really dominant. I, I will say this: she missed weight in her last fight, Marcel, at 125. I hope she makes weight for this fight because you know she's definitely a talented fighter, guys. But again. I think that win over Eggers really aged well after what Eggers looked, uh, how good she's looked in the last couple of fights. So, all right, let's go to the next fight, Marcel. This is the newest fight added. It was a short notice fight that was added here. Andre Fialu against Cameron Van Camp. And the odds for this one are, are pretty wide. We have minus uh, 340 on Fialu and Cameron Van Camp plus 280. Um, Cameron Van Camp was signed last year. I think, were you the guy who broke the story? I think you might have, right? Did you I actually, I can tell you. So, Cameron Van Camp was actually supposed to be Paddy Pimblett's replacement to fight Van Ramini, the fight that never took place, that where I got shit for. So I never, I never said that. But he got signed, and then he was supposed to fight Nick, Nicholas Mata, 
and uh, that fight also never happened. So uh, now he's fighting Fialo. He got signed again. So yeah. Yeah. So give me your thoughts on the fight, my friend. It's actually crazy, man. That Cameron Van Cam in his last eight fights fought for several regional titles. Um, he's he's been around for a long time, you know. Uh, I, I have seen a few of his fights. Uh, I think he, he fought for Ring of Combat as well a, a few times or one or two times. He's a pretty decent fighter, I think. You know, if you look at Andre Fialo, we all know what he does. You know, he's very aggressive in the first round and he tries to knock your head off. Uh, and then he gasses a little bit more in the second and third round, but he's always dangerous, you know. And the thing is, um, I think Fialo will win the fight he was in training already for this for this card <clears throat> they couldn't find an opponent they found one last saturday because that is when camera the camp signed the fight yeah so i'm taking fialo here man so he, was he released <clears throat> and then he, he signed a new deal is that what happened i don't know i did hear that he got released but maybe that's not true and right. then he signed saturday again to fight fialo so it's really like for him it's really one week notice for for uh, camera van camp yeah, fair enough. All right, so give, I'll give my thoughts on this guy. So I didn't really know much about him, obviously. I mean, he's never fought in the UFC. Really hasn't fought in any big shows. Watched a bunch of his fights. A lot of them on YouTube. Um, I watched like like probably like five or six fights, maybe more than that. Actually, a lot of his fights. He's pretty good, guys. I got to be honest with you, Marcel. He's a decent grappler, man. He can really get on top of you on the ground. He can um, he can uh, grab your arm. He can choke you out. I think the guy's pretty good. I do think he'll win some fights in the UFC because I think his grappling is dominant enough that he'll beat guys that, you know, can't grapple. Um, the other thing is, though, you know, he's kind of balanced between 155 and 170. Um, obviously, now he's going to be fighting 170 against the guy who's got a lot of momentum right now coming off that huge win over Baeza. You know, Marcel, it's obviously just a fight that this guy took to get in the UFC. Um, I think he would have a chance if, if Fialu gasses. If he can't finish him, Fialu, and then gasses out, that's the way he this guy would win. It'd be like an upset that way. But otherwise, I just can't see it, man. Like, Fialu, to me, Marcel, is probably, like, the, my most confident pick on the card. I'll be honest with you, man. You know? Because um, I think it's a tricky card, but this guy should win. And again, I do think King Cam's decent. Like, I think the guy's talented, but he has been knocked out. Fialu is massive power. And, you know, that Stefan Sekulich fight, Stefan couldn't get him down, and he elbowed him in the face against the fence and then knocked him out. It was it was beautiful. Guy's got a lot of power. I think his takedown defense is pretty good. And, you know, Marcel, like I said, unless he gasses out, I don't see him losing. So I think Fialo gets the job done, Marcel. I think this guy's good. And I'm just a little surprised they booked this fight. i got to be honest with you. Um, I just thought they would wait to find, like, a more suitable opponent because, you know, no offense to this guy, but this is a hard fight for him on short notice, you know. It's a very difficult that's, fight. That's weird going from Baeza to Van Camp. But... Yeah, I agree. And uh, yeah, I agree. Fiala by knockout. Gabe, what's up, man? How's it going? What's up, Gabe? Yeah. So that's that's my thoughts on that one, Marcel. I'm, to me, it's it's a fight that you know, Fiala, the favorite should win that fight uh, most of the time. All right, let's go to the next fight here. We got Bogoy Ivanov against Marcos Rogero de Lima in the heavyweight division. This is an interesting fight too, Marcel. Uh, we haven't seen uh, Bogoy fight in a while. Um, the odds for this one, let me pull them up here. Ivanov minus one forty. Rogerio plus 120. So give me your thoughts on that. I'm glad you think it's an interesting fight because I only hear say that one colleague of mine, so that makes two people making this an interesting fight. <laughs> I, I really don't see anything great in this fight, to be really honest. Ivanov always bores me. Um, he is a decent fighter. Don't get, I give him that, but he's just boring to me. And for Marcos Rogerio de Lima, he's inconsistent. He, he won his last two fights, I know, against Maurice Green. 
and that very weird one against Ben Rothwell where he pretty much knocked him down and then the referee intervenes at the moment that Ben tries to get up. So, um, uh, difficult one, man. Um, I feel like that Blackboy Ivanov is smart enough to not get dropped by Marcus Brogier de Lima and uses his wrestling. So I'm taking Ivanov, but I think in a very boring 50-minute fight where Ivanov wins. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be more interesting than that. Uh, anyways, but, you know, it's it's a tricky one, man. i got to be honest, it's tricky, guys, because Ruggiero is a guy I've, I've kind of faded a lot because he's a guy that's kind of first round or bust, but he really has improved his cardio, I do think. Um, we've seen his wrestling get improved. He's training American Top Team, great gym, training with guys like Orlovsky. I think he's getting better. You know, he's got he's been around for a while. Um, he's got serious power. I mean, listen, the stoppage against Rothwell was kind of early, I think, for, to be honest with you, but he rocked him really bad, and we've seen his power throughout his career. So he's got power. Here's the thing, though, Marcel. Even though he's never been knocked out, that's the thing. He's never been knocked out, ever. And he's fought such tough competition throughout his career. Marcel, <laughs> he fought in Sengoku. You remember Sengoku? That, yeah, for sure. I've when I started watching MMA, that was one of my favorite promotions. I love Sengoku, right? It was it was awesome, right? Good, yeah. Yeah, he fought Kazuki uh, Fujita, our old Ironhead, at, at Sengoku 9 in 2009. That's how long he's been fighting like top-level guys, you know? He fought, you know, obviously in Bellator. He fought for the he fought Volkov there for the, for the, uh, the belt. I mean, the guy, WSOF, UFC, he has a win over Ty. I remember betting him in that fight. I mean, it was a close fight, but he dropped Ty. I mean, that's that's impressive. Again, never been knocked out. He's fought Junior. Junior beat the shit out of him for 15, 25 minutes, Marcel, and he couldn't get knocked down in that fight. You remember that remember. one? Yeah. It was a beating. He beats Rothwell. It's a nice win. And again, he did lose to Sakai Lewis, but again, two very close split decision losses. So I mean, motherfucker got stabbed in the heart. <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. This guy got stabbed in like a, a bar in like was it like Bulgaria? Bulgaria, like, yeah. Like 12 years ago, maybe. Like he's uh, he's a tough dude, man. That's why I have to pick him because just the overall toughness, you know. But he hasn't fought in two years. But he's getting older. You know, he's 35 too. So it's not like he's a spring chicken by any means. I think Ruggiero could knock him out, Marcel, maybe. But because he hasn't been knocked out yet, I can't pick it. You know what I mean? So I'm going to go with Ivanov to grind out a decision, like you said, against the fence. But I'd be, I think it, I think it's possible he could get a finish too if, you know, Ruggiero gasses out, which we've seen. So it's interesting. Um, but yeah. Anyways, it, it, it'd be interesting. I just want to see what uh, – Let's talk about the experience. No, for sure. I mean, there's so there's this is a big name though, uh, not, not a big name, but you know, pretty notable guys. I'd say um, some of the guys talking about uh, Diaz and Hamza. Yeah, I mean, we're not saying it's official anymore. It's just something that obviously was leaked today. Although, you know, that interview was a few weeks ago. All right, Marcel, let's go to the next fight here. We got uh, let's pull it up here. Next fight, Brandon Royval gets Matt Schnell. Interesting fight too in the flyweight division. Royval minus two fifty plus two ten on Schnell. What do you think, man? Um, yeah, man. Uh, Schnell, I think Schnell, uh, last time he fought was at 135, right? Against Bontorin. Yeah. Um, that's been actually almost a year ago. Uh, was supposed to fight Alex Perez like three times. <laughs> Never happened. Uh, Brandon Royval, he, he won his last fight against Bontorin, actually. Before that, he lost to Pantoja Moreno. Um, I really like, uh, bon Bontorin, I want to say. I really like Royval's. Uh, on the ground, his scrambles and that kind of stuff. I think he's really, really fun to watch. Schnell is also pretty decent on the ground, but uh, I'm not really. I don't really feel that Matt Schnell is like is like a future top five or whatever. But I feel like Roy Val can be. You know what I mean? So um, I, I'm thinking Roy Val here, man. I think he wins the fight. 
Uh, not with a submission. Probably a decision one for Brandon Roy as well. Decision, okay. I, I think he could knock him out, man. Uh, that's kind of what I am thinking. Schnell's kind of showing a weak chin, I think, throughout his career. You know, to be fair, um, you know, he has, hasn't has been knocked out in a while. By the way, Marcel, I sent you a message. There you go. Um, yeah, I saw. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he hasn't been knocked out in a, in a while. It's been three years, right, since Pantoja knocked him out. But I just can't get the thought of him getting knocked out all those times throughout his career out of my head. Uh, I know he's improved. Like He's, again, another guy training American Top Team. Great gym. He's improved, right? But... I just think Royval's very, very dangerous, Marcel, with the striking, with the submissions. I just think he's too dangerous. He's too wild, and I think he's going to probably catch this guy. You can't forget what he did to Kai Kerr France, right? You know, that, that win looks great now, doesn't it, Marcel? It looks so True. good. Oh, for yeah. sure, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, Snell is he's, he's not bad. If he doesn't get – I'll say this. If he doesn't get knocked out, then the fight could be sketchy. You know, I'll say that because I'm kind of banking I'm getting finished here. But because I think he's a pretty technical striker and everything, but yeah, I just think Roy Bell's going to be very creative. He's going to be crazy in there, and I think he gets the job done, Marcel. Um, and I will say this: it's kind of weird to me that Alex Perez got almost a reward for missing weight by getting uh, Askarov because he's a higher ranked guy. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like it's kind of weird, right? That they did that. <laughs> yeah. I know he's your boy and everything, but it's kind of strange to me, you know. Anyways, how, I don't how, disagree with you. I don't disagree with you. How confident are you in Roy Bell? Pretty confident, to be really honest. He's I, 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 yeah. The thing is, he, he lost twice, I know, but he lost twice against very good competition, you know, against right. the actual later champ and against Pantoja. You know, you can't lose to these guys. So, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty confident. I don't know how about you. Well, throughout the whole week, it's, it's been one of my more confident picks. Now, as the, we're getting closer to the fight, I'm kind of getting sketched out for some reason. I don't know why. Because... <laughs> I'm not picking a ton of upsets in this card. And I just hope that I don't, I'm not overlooking Matt Schnell because, again, he has made some improvements. But I just can't get the thought of him getting knocked out all those times I've seen Marcel in my head, you know? Yeah. And, again, this guy's so wild. And, by the way, it's his first time fighting in front of a crowd, Brandon Voivod, and he wants to put on a show. So I think he gets the job done. All right, let's go to the next fight, Marcel. Macy Chason versus uh, Norma Dumont in the women's featherweight division. A very rare fight at this weight class. Minus 225 on Norma, plus 185 on Macy. What do you think, bud? Yeah, I feel like uh, Norma, she won last time against Aspen Lat, right? Uh, that was that, uh, can we say, horrible main event of the fight night back then. Um, yeah. But she won really nice. She's on a three-fight win streak, and we can pretty much say if she wins this fight, she might fight for the 145 title against Amanda uh, Nunes later this year, probably. Uh, Macy Chason, uh, she really disappointed me, man, to be really honest, against Raquel, against uh, Pennington in that fight. I know it was a short notice fight for both girls, I think. Um, definitely for Pennington, actually. Um, yeah, she, it was, I, I wasn't happy with what I saw there, you know. And uh, if, you, if you look at who, who she beat, she, she did really well in the beginning of her UFC career, but then she, she lost to Lena Landsberg, and it was a red flag for me, to be really honest, you yeah. know. Um, now she's yeah. fighting at 145. Dumont is actually pretty big at 145, and she's strong, you know. And Chason, uh, she's long, but she isn't as powerful and big as Dumont, I think. Um, I'm thinking Norma Dumont here via decision, dude. I, I agree with a lot of what you said. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. You know, actually, I've been really leaning towards Chason, but the more I've thought about this fight, I kind of agree with you. I just think... She's not that strong, man, physically. You know, I think Norma's very strong. I think that's yeah, what exactly. it is. She's just a strong girl. Like, 
I'll give Macy this though. She could knock her out. You know, Megan Anderson knocked her out. Megan Anderson's not that great of a fighter, honestly. She caught her on the I think it was on the nose and knocked her out. It was kind of crazy, actually. So Macy's longer, she's got the reach and height. If the fight stays standing, it's gonna be competitive. I'll say that. But I think Norbert can close the distance, Marcel, get close to her and push her against the fence, probably get a takedown. Uh, I know that Macy was submitted in her last fight. I don't think Norma has those chokes that Rapel Pennington has. But you know, Marcel, like She's just a strong girl, man. She's just very strong. And I think that's the difference here. So I love the height and reach of Macy here. And I do think she's a live dog. I'm not going to bet on Norma Dumont. I'm going to pass on this fight personally. No, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't either. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't bet on this fight, especially the odds are a little, you know, wide. Um, and the other thing is, like, you know, women's MMA do have a lot of upsets. And I think this is one that could happen. But for a pure pick, I got to go with the girl that's just a stronger grappler, in my opinion, Norma Dumont. And like you said, Marcel, I really like Macy coming off the show, but that fight with Landsberg, getting pushed against the fence like that and getting out grappled really worried me. And then it happened against Pennington too. So I, she's not bad at all. I think she's a live dog. I'll, I'll, I'll say that right now. I'm not betting on Norma, but I'm going to pick her to win the fight by decision. And someone mentioned uh, Norma by decision. That's that's the way we'd go, I would say. I don't think there's a finish from her side. I think Macy's more likely to get a knockout, you know? Because, again, Megan Anderson did knock her over, so you know, it's possible she can get caught. But she's yeah. looked really good since then, right? So getting some big wins. Not, like, great, but she's looked pretty good. Macy's a good dog. I think she's got a chance. I, I do. I, I just – I was so close to kind of going that way, Marcel, but in the end, I got to lean towards, I think, the stronger grapplers, and it's going to be uh, Norman Dumont. So that, that's my pick in this one. We actually feel the same. <laughs> we, we do. We do. So that's funny. All right, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. Francisco Trinaldo Mazaranduba Marcel against Danny Hot Chocolate Roberts, the battle of the, the fun nicknames here. It's a good fight. This one's close too, guys. It's it's actually the most evenly lined fight in the card, minus one ten each. Marcel, it's a pick of fights, so who are you picking? You go first because I know you love the 43 year olds. Can't do it, man. You know what I mean? Like Trinaldo's one of those guys, he's kind of like Arlovsky, like he's still, you know, uh competitive, he's still winning yeah. fights. But is he going to keep winning forever? I don't. I don't think so. Um, he's a good fighter. I still think he's undersized for welterweight. In this fight, Roberts is four inches bigger, taller. Um, he's also uh, four inches reach, and again, Marcel nine years younger. So I can't ignore those things. You know, for me. And and and, and he trains at Sanford MMA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trains at Sanford, so I love that too. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, Ronaldo has had a great career. I love watching this guy fight. I think even if he loses this fight, he'll keep fighting. He's one of those guys that really is never going to get old, Marcel. But eventually, man, I do think he'll show his age. Like, And I, the Dwight Grant fight, I really don't think he won that fight. I'll say that too. Um, don't, don't forget about his Herbert. I know he came back and won, but he was not looking good in that fight. You know, I think he's kind of due for a loss here, man. And, and Roberts, Marcel, I got to be honest with you, he's really impressed with the last couple of fights, man. He really has. Because I did not expect him to beat Ramsey and Neve. I know it was a boring fight, but he was a huge underdog and won that fight. And against Zalimamadiev, I was kind of worried he might get knocked out. He's the guy who knocks him out. It was a crazy knockout. So he has been inconsistent, Marcel. He has had, you know, been he has been knocked out. And Trinaldo, I think the way he would win this fight is by knockout. But otherwise, I think Danny's going to be the the faster guy. You know, throw more volume here, defend the takedowns, and, and probably win a decision. Trinaldo's really tough, man. There's no doubt about it. So I'm thinking a decision for for Danny Roberts. That's kind of way I'm leading here. Um, what do you think, man? 
I'm feeling the same way, dude. I think Danny Roberts go. is uh, is looking better in his fights as of lately. And uh, I always thought he was a big talent, but he, he lost some some stupid fights he shouldn't have lost, in my opinion. You know, for example, uh, early in his career, the Mike Perry fight where he was winning until he got knocked out like eight seconds before the, uh, the end of the fight. So. If you look at Ronaldo, Ronaldo always gives a tough fight. You know, he's uh, he's like pretty much like you say, like Arlovsky. He's still super tough, and he he gets sometimes gets the win here and there. He got he got screwed against uh, Alexander Hernandez. I won't forget that. Um, yeah, I'm taking Roberts as well. I I don't think he finishes him. Probably a decision win here for uh, Danny Hot Chocolate Roberts. I'm just looking at the props for this one. So Roberts by decision plus two twenty five. Him by by a finish plus three thirty five. I think that's, that's possible, but in, listen, Mustafa, we can't completely ignore the fact he could get knocked out because he has been knocked out a few times, right? But mm-hmm. we got to make a pick here, and I got to go again with the younger guy, the longer guy, the bigger guy, and again, Marcel, the guy who's training at Stanford with Henry Hooft, right? I sent you that picture last time, like yeah. Marcel. I'm getting excited right now. You know. <laughs> Anyways, let's go to the next fight here. Uh, this one is the last prelim here, actually. Randy <clears throat> Brown against Chaos Williams. This is another really close fight, Marcel. According to the odds. Uh, chaos actually it's, again this fight is, is dead even too so the odds all week have been chaos like minus 130 now it's down to minus 110 so it's a dead pick of marcel wow crazy so another fight with even odds my friend you go first this time let's hear your picking it's a beautiful fight to be honest man i think chaos yeah. williams is putting some real nice wins together in the ufc his only loss was super competitive against michelle Pereira, right yep. so uh, a lot of knockouts you know a nasty knockout against alex morono against abdul razak al hassan and his last fight against miguel baeza which was one on one going into the third and uh, i think Baeza made a mistake there and uh, he got clipped by chaos and chaos knocked him out so really good win if you look at randy brown dude i think he has been really developed from an okay fighter to a really good fighter, you know. I think uh, when he got signed after Dana White looking for a fight, he was still very young, very inexperienced, in my opinion. I know he had some experience at the local, at the regional scene, and that was undefeated. But uh, I think he has looked good in the UFC, right? Uh, I mean, I'm still uh, very impressed. Uh, like three years ago, when he knocked out Brian Barberina, was probably one of his best showings in the UFC. Yeah. Then he happened. Then he uh, finishes uh, Warley Alves. And also one arm Renick a choke went over Alex Oliveira, although Oliveira is kinda like it's kinda like done, you know. Um and the Jared Gruner fight last time on. I feel like if I have to pick, Randy Brown can get knocked out early, you know, by Chaos Wells. Well, as long as the fight goes, I favor Randy Brown, dude. And I'm gonna go with Randy Brown. I think he wins the decision. I was really curious to see your pick, because again, this is another pick of fight. And uh, I see a lot of people on Chaos, and I understand. I mean, the guy's good. I've actually bet on him a couple of times as an underdog against uh, Rizak Alassane, Morono, and he was a big dog in one of those fights. He's good, man. And he's got huge power, and, you know, he's just a good fighter. But I, I, Randy Brown is is solid too, man. I think people forget how good he is. You know, if he yeah. doesn't get knocked out, he's a really good fighter. Like, he keeps his distance well. He's got nasty kicks. He also has a good <laughs> ground game, Marcel. I think he's the more well-rounded fighter too. I agree. You know? Right, like he's definitely yeah. a more well-rounded guy. I think, I think many people going with chaos because of the uh, how do you say the that chain issues? It, yeah, but the more recent bias because yeah. they saw that he is more he more jumps out with his knockouts, you know, with the spectacular finishes. And yeah. Randy Brown is a guy who has been a long time in the UFC already now, yeah. and he's also picking up some some picking up some good wins. 
but chaos is kind of a newer guy in the ufc so more people are like oh chaos great you know yeah. and he is great i really he like is. his fighting style but randy's super tough dude and don't underestimate randy brown you know i used to think he had a chin issue man i remember betting on equal price against him and i was like well i, I thought i was gonna lose the bet because he's getting dominated kind of on the top uh on the ground then he knocks him out so i thought oh this guy's chin sucks that's just kind of a random one i mean i know luke knocked him out too but it's not like losing the knockout those guys is bad i don't think his chin is that bad i think he's a good striker marcel here's another thing i noticed um uh so obviously ufc stats they list the reach the arm reach someone told me last week they tipped me off that ufc.com has leg reach and i was just wondering because randy brown obviously is a very tall guy he has a five-inch leg uh, reach advantage marcel in this fight that's very significant because i look at all the reaches on the card most are within one inch for the legs, which was kind of interesting to me. But he has five inches, and I think he is very good at keeping the distance, Marcel. Like against Jerry Gooden, he kept the distance, didn't really get hit. I think his defense has really improved too. So I'm going with Randy Brown by decision, Marcel. I'm actually – you said by decision too? Is that what you yeah. said? Yeah, yeah. That's what I – that's – I'm very, very interested that the fact that you uh, – very intrigued that you also picked the same thing. Plus 320 on that prop, guys. That's something I'm looking at, you know, because I think that's the way he wins. KS could knock him out, obviously. KS has power. You gotta look at KS by knockout, because that's the way he wins. KS by, uh, by knockout, plus 175. It's interesting, too. But for me, it would be, I think Brown wins the fight. Also, Marcel, like, again, he, I think he could wrestle this guy a little bit, too, potentially, you know? Maybe mm-hmm. drag him against the cage, pull him to the ground. We'll see. But in an even fight, I'm gonna take the guy who's, I think, the more well rounded guy who has more experience at the UFC. But again, Chaos has that fight changing power, Marcel, and, and that fight with Baeza was very close up until it wasn't, you know? Although now, after seeing Baeza get knocked out again, I don't think that win aged that well, right? I don't know if it aged that well, you know, after Fiali yeah. knocked him out, so. All right, let's get to the main card, UFC 274. I'm looking forward to this, man. Joe Lozon versus Donald Cerrone kicking off the card. I am so glad this fight's happening uh, with the fans in the crowd, Marcel. It was crazy they booked <laughs> it originally without the fans. So stupid. Really interesting fight. Right now we got Donald Cerrone minus 165 favorite. Joe Lozon plus 145. Dog, Marcel, give me your thoughts, my friend. Yeah, this is actually a tough one, you know, because I think many people will say, oh, Donald's finally going to win again. But Joe Lozon, you can't take him lightly, you know. I think Joe Lozon's a super tough guy. He has been proven that forever in the UFC. He got a good win against Jonathan Pierce, which I didn't expect him to get. And I know it was some time ago, two and a half years, but yeah. I didn't expect him to get that, you know? And Cerrone, he's been really due for a win, dude. I mean, I think his last win was Ali Quinta in the main event, like years ago in Canada. Um, he's really due for a win, but for some reason, dude, I feel like, I feel like, and it pains me to say, I think Cerrone's kind of done, dude. Uh, I I think he just can't put it together anymore. Maybe I will eat my words next week. But uh, I feel like Lozon can get this win, dude. I'm going with the unanimous decision win for Joe Lozon here, dude. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it one step further. I think Joe Lozon knocks him out in the first round. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I think he's going to blitz him early and knock him out in the first minute of the fight. That's what I'm, I'm going to pick right now, guys. I'm going to go on the record saying that. First round knock for Joe Lozon. This is a great spot for him, I think, as a dog, guys. I really do. People forget how good he is. By the way, he's been in the UFC even longer than Cerrone. Since 2006, yeah. he's a le- he's kind of a legend he, in his own right. He, Listen, I know he's been inconsistent through his career, obviously, but Marcel... I looked through his record. The amount of first-round knockouts he has is crazy. And first-round finishes in general. But remember Jens Pulver's debut, 48 seconds. I want to uh, talk about that because he was actually supposed to be on the ultimate fight. Yeah, I know. And then he ended up going on it anyway. <laughs> yeah. But Jonathan Pierce, 1 minute and 33 seconds, blitzed him and knocked him out. Diego Sanchez knocked him out 1 minute and 26 seconds. That was crazy. I was shocked he knocked him out that quickly. Diego's very tough. 
Gomi, I know his chain was gone at that point, but still, two minutes and 37 seconds. He, he has knocked out so many guys quickly, and Cerrone is a slow starter, guys, in his fights. He, he needs time to get going. He's been knocked out in four of his last six fights. I think his chin is, is gone. I was I was happy at plus money, uh, uh, Alex Morono in his last fight. I couldn't believe Alex Morono was the underdog in that fight. I think the same thing happens here, Marcel. I'm going to say this right now. Joe Lozon hasn't fought in three years, right? Why would he come back out of retirement? Because he knows he can win this fight. He knows it's a good fight for him, man. And also, and I watched James interview Joe. He is such a great, smart guy, very insightful. You know, he broke down the fight really well. He's basically like, I will win early, and if I don't win early, I'm going to lose late. That's what he said. So I know you said decision, Marcel, and I respect it, but I kind of agree with Joe. I think if he doesn't win early, he's going to lose probably on points. But I just don't see the fight getting that far. I think he knocks him out, Marcel. I think Cerrone, unfortunately, I think this will probably be his last fight. I just think his chin is gone, Marcel. I really do. And also, he was saying, Cerrone was like, hey, can we make the fight at 160 or 165-pound catch weight because this weight cut's hard for me. That's another thing to keep in mind, too. So, like I said, Marcel, I just think Lozon, I've seen him do it so many times for his career, just completely blitzes his opponent out of the gate, knocks them out, and we were all like, wow, how did he win as an underdog? Like, it's GSP. Did I think he'd win that fight? No, but he did. Another thing, you know, Joe, Cerrone's been fighting like crazy. Joe has one fight in the last uh, four years. Since April 2018, he's fought one time. So he has not been taking damage. He's been recovering. And I think, I just think it's a good spot for him or something. I just think, why would he come into retirement, guys, to take this fight unless he thought he had a very good chance to win the fight? So that's one. That's my pick, guys. First one knockout. That's one of the favorites here, here Marcel. And I see what some guys are saying. Lows on by knockout. Dude, I saw plus 600. I, I see, I, I saw plus 600 this morning. Let me take a look again. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, plus 600. That's what I'm seeing out there at uh, a couple of big books, BetMGM, FanDuel. So, yeah, I mean, I, listen, he's an underdog for a reason because, quite frankly, you know, Taroni's a very good fighter, technical fighter. He's great everywhere. And Joe's obviously known for gassing. I get it. But I just – it's a fade on Taroni for, for me, Marcel. And I've seen Joe do this so many times. He just blitzes a, a guy who's kind of at the end of his career. I know Joe's older at 37, but Donald's 39, you know. Again, Marcel, he has not won a fight. He hasn't won uh, one of his last six fights. Yeah. You know, he's on a huge skid. I, I like it. Joe Lowe's on first round. Joe Lowe's on first round knockout. I mean, I'm just saying, like, that's that's the way I see the fight, guys, you know? I'm glad you, you picked him too, Marcel, because I wasn't sure the, which way you'd go, but it makes me feel even better about it. So, <laughs> I, said, I know he's been inconsistent throughout his career, but, I, again, I'm counting on an early finish. Again, if he doesn't get the early finish, he'll probably lose the fight. I'll get that, but... I think he could blitz him and knock him out. So that's my thoughts on this, Marcel. Just come out of the gate, blitz him, finish him. There we go. Boom. Hopefully I, uh, I score on this one, Marcel. It'd be nice to hit that that prop on him by knockout. I'll tell you that right now. All right. Let's go to the next fight, Marcel. This is a rematch between Mauricio Shogun Hua and Ovin St. Peru. So the odds for this one, OSP is actually a pretty big favorite here, Marcel. I don't know if you saw the odds. O- OSP is minus 240. Shogun's plus 200. So give me your thoughts on this one, man. Yeah, let's first hope that not some dipshit uh, throws in the skateboard, right? Um, uh, that was a joke, Adam. Don't look so I didn't hear it. Sorry, I was reading the comments. Uh, <laughs> what did you say? You I say? say let's hope not some dipshit uh, throws in the skateboard. Like I, I, mean, I know. The first fight, obviously, that famous <laughs> meme. It's so funny. Yeah. Um, but I kind of feel that, listen, man, it's maybe not fair, you know, because Shogun has not look bad in, in in his recent fights. Yeah, he lost to Paul Craig. We know the rematch. 
but I feel like he's also on a decline, dude, just like Cowboy. But at the same time, Oven St. Pru also does look great, you know. Yeah. So it's like I kind of agree with people. Like this may this pay-per-view, listen, man, it's pr pretty uh, uh heavy on names, but if you look at what they did in recent times, it's not the greatest, you know what I mean? Um I feel like OSP should be able to win against Shogun, dude, uh, over three rounds. Um, I'm, I'm taking it probably a decision here, man, again, for OSP. But uh, I don't expect a very good fight. Really, I think this is the least interesting fight of the car, of the main card, to be honest. I mean, they're, they're, well, Shogun's a legend. I get why they put him on the Yeah, for sure. It, it might be his last fight, right? It, it could be. Both guys have looked so bad lately. Like they really haven't looked great. Both older guys, uh, Shogun's forty, OSP's thirty-nine. So they're both getting up there in age. You know they have fought before, and OSP. I know the fight didn't play out right, but he's gonna knock him out. It's not like Shogun's chin's gotten better over time. You know, actually getting finished by Paul Craig is kind of concerning to me, Marcel. You know? Yeah, but it's strikes, that's a little concerning to me. I'm not gonna lie. He got um, cracked by crack. <laughs> yeah, you know. To be fair, though, OSP also did knocked out in two fights. Uh, Hill, we'll give him a pass on that. Hill knocks everyone out, but Bozer's not really a massive knockout artist, and, and he knocked him up good. Um, so I do think both guys are kind of on the decline. Having said that, you know, OSP's been more like successful. He did have that win over Medifield. Um, you know, I think he's probably the more well-rounded guy too, Marcel. I would say he's probably the the better grappler at this point in the careers too, right? So. I think Shogun could knock him out. I'm going to pass on this one for a bet too. I'm going to, this is not what I'm looking at, but I'm going to go with uh, with, with with OSP again. Um, as far as the method goes, I'm, I'm still thinking about it. I, you said uh, decision. Is that what you said, Marcel? Sorry, yeah, I go with OSP decision. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. plus three hundred odds, guys. So good odds on that. Inside the distance is even money. I mean. At this point, Shogun's chain is, is, is I think it's pretty much gone, you know. So I'm, I'm leaning towards a knockout, I guess, but I, I guess he could get grinded out too. Uh, but I'm looking at, you know, his last four losses are by knockout. So I think if he loses, he'll probably be getting finished again. Um, but again, you know, OSP is not, he's inconsistent too, man. You know, he's an older guy, he's taking a lot of damage. So I'm not like, I'm not like super convinced by it. I just want to get this comment. Christoph saying the bookies have uh, this fight ending in 60 or 90 seconds. I think he's talking about the Lozon fight. I think it could end in the first minute. I mean, that's kind of what I was saying. Um, I, I mean, that's too specific for me. I would just take like round, you know, one or, or the, sorry, just the TKO prop probably. I mean, it could be round two. You never know. But first minute bets are tough. I mean, they, it could happen, but they're very difficult to hit. It's not something you should uh, play all the time. All right, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. We have Michael Chandler against Tony Ferguson in the lightweight division. And right now, Marcel, Michael Chandler is actually the biggest favorite in the card, if I'm not mistaken. He is minus 400 and plus 300 on Tony Ferguson. So, biggest favorite in the card, bigger than Andre Fialu. What do you think about that? Dude, imagine this fight being four years ago. <laughs> Ferguson crazy. would have been the favorite, probably. Yeah. 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 So, I think um, if you look at Ferguson, dude... Ferguson was never the same after that Gaethje fight anymore. Yeah. He was never the same. They're completely dominated by Oliveira. Got completely dominated by Darius. Um, and Chandler can do the same game plan, you know, because he also has the wrestling to do it. I think. Um, will he do it? Chandler is a guy who really wants to strike as well and to take some damage, to give some damage. So we could well see maybe a crazy fight. But Chandler Ferguson, dude, I don't know. He's been knocked down. In his career before, I know Chandler has been finished in his career before, but uh, I feel like the Chandler probably gonna win. But I think he will do a lot of wrestling as well here. So 
again, sorry guys, a decision for Michael Chandler. I, I completely agree. <clears throat> I actually agree with you. And that's why I think there's a play here because I know the odds are long on Chandler, like straight up, but I don't get this because Chandler by finish is juiced at minus 130, but him by decision is plus 250. I like the odds on him by decision. I think he just wrestles him. I just think he's yeah. going to wrestle him or so. Like, why even stand and trade at this point? I know Tony's obviously dangerous with the submissions. We know that. but He needs to win as well. So, he yeah. needs to win. He has to win the fight. So, yeah, I mean, listen, obviously, you know, we know Michael's really been an exciting fight in the UFC. He's kind of been, you know, blood and guts, blood, blood and glory. I just think he needs to win the fight, you know? And I think at this point, Marcel, like, Tony's grappling, his takedown defense is just terrible. Like, is he, who can he stop a takedown by? Yeah. Um, so I think if he fights smart, it's an easy fight for him. I really do. That's why I'm leaning towards that decision prop. I think he just grinds him out. Um, if he stands and trades Marcel, I still think he'd probably win the fight, but it would be more risky because Tony's obviously a very good uh, you know, striker. I mean, not as good as he used to, but he has a big reach advantage, obviously, at five inches of reach. That's why I think Chan would just take him down. Why stand and trade with a guy who's taller than you? Um, I think he's going to take him down. And you guys are talking about Gaethje. Uh, listen, man, I mean, I, I just think Tony's take on defense is it's, it's pretty bad, but guys, like, I just think – you know, Gaethje's is not great, great either. It's, 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 I think it's better though. But just look at the last two fights with Ferguson Marcel. Like it wasn't even really competitive. You know, I, I got to go with Chandler by decision. He better fight smarter though. If he if he stands at Banks, he might get knocked out again. <laughs> I hope he doesn't do it. You know, I've seen him get knocked out so many times in his career, but I think he'll fight smart, Marcel. He really needs to win the fight. He's lost two straight fights, guys. You know, so that's my thoughts on this one, Marcel. I like that decision prop too. All right, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. First of two title fights. And we have Roseanne Muniz against Carla Esparza for the UFC Women's Strawweight title. It's a rematch. They fought 2014. Carla won. Who did you pick in the first fight? I actually picked Carla to win that fight. Do you know who you picked? Yeah, yeah. Because sure. at the time, she had more experience. She did an Invictus. She, you know, really dominant grappling. So I had to pick her. But this is a different fight now. So... Minus I mean, go, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't even pick Rose to be in the finals. So yeah, yeah I remember. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, she really surprised me, but I knew she was good because I remember watching her in Invicta card years ago, and she had this flying armbar. I want to say like, against someone. Mm -hmm. Um, was it was it Tisha? Like, who did she do it to? I gotta double check this, but I remember she had a crazy flying. It wasn't Tisha. Sorry, it wasn't her. Sorry, it was someone else. Um, who was it? Oh, this it's some random girl, Kathina uh, Katrin. I don't even know who that is, but I remember seeing that fight nine years ago, and I was like, damn, I'm blown away by this girl's talent, but. And then she fought Torres after that and lost this. And anyways, um, uh, minus 210 on Rose, plus 175 on Carlos. So what's your thoughts, man? Yeah, man, I think it's an interesting fight. If you look at uh, both girls, I think Rose is pretty all-round. She's good stand-up and she's good on the ground. And the thing is, Carla's a real special specialist with her wrestling. You know, I, the only time I didn't saw her wrestling was very well was against, um, against Tatiana Suarez, right? Because Tatiana is just more more a bigger frame than her i think um we all know carla striking isn't still that great you know but she had a good win against jan shonan last time with the ground and pound nasty win actually uh rose namayunas um two two wins against sang Wei Li. first win was a knockout beautiful head kick finished by punches and the second was a close fight 50 50 went to rose i agree on that by the way um man for some reason, dude, I feel like Carla can can take her down, wrestle with her. I know Rose will be probably tough off her back as well, but yeah. I see Carla grinding it out and winning a decision, so I'm going with Esparza, dude. There you go. You got an upset pick at the co-main event, UFC 274 for Big Marcel. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely an interesting fight. Um, 
you know, Carla's great at what she does. She is dominant grappler. We know that. Um, you know, but Rose is, is really good, man. She's just really dynamic. She's she's good everywhere. I think she's improved her take on defense. Um, and I just think she's improved, she's improved her ability to counter the wrestling or to reverse position, sweep her opponents. Like, Zhang took her down, but then she'd sweep her and get her on top after. It's pretty crazy, actually. On the feet, I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that she's the much better striker, better, faster fighter, everything. The key to this fight is stopping the takedowns for the most part, or just not getting on the bottom for most of the fight. Um, I definitely think Carl is going to be competitive in this fight. I think I see a very competitive fight here, Marcel. Yeah. Um, I think it probably goes the distance. That's the way I'm looking at this fight. I think it's going to be very close. But in the end, I'm going to lean towards Rose because I just think she's so dynamic and so well-rounded. And she is the younger fighter, five years younger. I can't ignore that. Bigger, taller. Uh, I know it didn't help her in the first fight, but I just think she's a much different fighter now. So, would it surprise me if Carla grounds her out? No, because she's been doing that to everyone. But I got to go with the more dynamic fighter, who I still think has potential to unlock. I think she can still get better, too. She's just a very good fighter, man, you know? So, I'm, I'm going to go with Rose, but it should be a great fight. I mean, this is why we watch the fights, right? It should be really interesting. So, I really wanted to point out that um, Carla hasn't seen the championship rounds in nine years. That's interesting, actually. Yeah, the last time was against Joanna. Oh, no, no, she didn't even go five against her. Um, it's, it's been a while. So, yeah, I mean, Rose has been fighting five rounds like crazy. I think that does help her as well. I don't know. I mean, it should be an interesting fight. I'm just leaning towards the younger, taller, longer fighter. You know, I, I usually lean that way, Marcel. We know that. <laughs> we all know that. Listen to the show. But in this case, she's just champion for the reason. She's a great fighter. And, I mean, she's the, the resume she's putting together, especially if she wins this fight, Marcel, like, it's a Hall of Fame resume, guys. It really is. Yeah. You know, Marcel, like, two, like, two wins over Zhang. Andrade, she beat two wins over Joanna. If she goes out there and beats Carla and avenges that loss, huge win. I mean, there's not too many female fighters in the, in the Hall of Fame. I think potentially, potentially she could be, but she can't look past Carla. You know, that would be not good for her career. But I think, you know, she can get the job done. So looking forward to the Marcel. Really looking forward to it. All right, let's get to the main event, guys. Man, can't wait to talk about this one with you, Marcel. We got Justin Gaethje against Charles Oliveira, the UFC lightweight champion. In, in the 155-pound uh, title fight, again, competitive odds for this one. We have Oliveira as a minus 170 favorite, Gaethje plus 150 underdog. Take it away, Marcel. Give me your pick for the UFC uh, 274 championship, lightweight championship of the world. Yeah, man, that's actually a tough one as well because if you look at um, Charles Oliveira and his last two title fights, he got tagged in the first round, dude, and he didn't got lightly tagged. He got tagged big by both guys against Chandler, against Poirier. And uh, he came back in those fights, real beautiful uh, TKO win over Chandler and a submission over Poirier. But, dude, if this happens to him against Gaethje, he's fucked, you know, yeah. because Gaethje has the power to really knock your head through the canvas. Um, if Gaethje, if he somehow survives against Gaethje in the first round, first one-half round, he will probably take the fight. But I don't think he will survive. I think Gaethje knocks him out in the first round. So I'm taking Justin Gaethje here. Yeah, this is interesting too. So I, I love Justin Gaethje. I've always liked this guy. I I'm, I watched all the, the World Series of Fighting Cards back in the day, and this guy immediately stood out to me. I was like, damn. And I, there's a tweet from me from 2013 saying, this guy's going to be a UFC champion one day. So he did win the interim belt. So I guess yeah. I'm kind of right. But now he's going for the real belt. And, I, and I'm like, I really want to stick to this prediction, but you know, I've seen different things from him throughout the years. He's obviously a great fighter. I love the guy. 
I, I have picked him in pretty much all of his fights. Actually, I picked him in all of his fights, including the loss to Khabib. That card where I saw got every pick ranks up for this one. <laughs> so I picked him in all of his fights, all except for uh, yeah, all of his fights. Actually, I'm looking at his career. I just I think the guy's so good. Uh, actually, no, I didn't pick him against Ferguson because I thought Ferguson was going to beat him. To be fair, you know, I'll give him that one. But such a great fire. So I love him. That's what I'm going to say, Marcel. Like I I love this dude. He is just a, a, a beast. So much fun to watch. Having said that, Oliver is just looking so good. 10-fight win streak, beating elite competition, finishing elite competition, dominating elite competition. I just find it very difficult to pick against him at this point. You know, that's that's the, that's the thing here. Because I think Gaethje can win by knockout. There's no doubt he can win by knockout in the first round especially. But like you said, Marcel, he doesn't knock him out. I just think Oliver is the better fighter overall. More well-rounded guy, much better grappler as we know. Um, and his striking's really improved too, you know. And I think at 155, his chin is better, man. You know, and he's been dropped, like you said, he was dropped in rock, but he recovered better than we'd seen at 145. I don't think he's the quitter he used to be, man. I think this guy is is just a different fighter now. Um, it's gonna be an amazing fight. I love this fight. I absolutely love this fight. But as much as it pains me to say this, Marcel, because I absolutely love Gaethje and he's been one of my favorites forever. I gotta go with Duke Bronx again, man. I think he's gonna submit him. So that's my pick. I'm gonna take Duke Bronx um, by submission. I don't think this fight goes very long. I think the under is a, b- a better play, Marcel. I think taking the fight doesn't go the distance um, <clears throat> or under under uh, two and a half, three and a half rounds. I think that's the play. I think this fight ends in like the first or second round, Marcel. I don't think it goes very very long. You know, just the way they fight. Gaethje's fight so <clears throat> balls to the wall. Yeah. If he fights like that for like more than two rounds, all there don't think we will even be able to keep up with that. But again, you know, I think it might be one of those situations where Gaethje kind of hurts him, but Oliveira recovers and, and gets the job done. So it'll be an amazing fight. I can't wait for this fight. It's going to be great. I love this card, so I'm really glad that we uh, we broke down the card today, man. It was it was fun. I, I picked, uh, you know, you might actually, it's on record. I picked Oliveira by knockout. Remember, Marcel? I picked him by knockout yeah. in that fight against Chandler. So I think his, his striking's really gotten good. And, that's why another reason I have to pick him here because I think he actually could be like somewhat competitive on the feet. Although again, I would give Gaethje the advantage of the striking. You know, I think Alvarez's key is to get this fight not really to the ground, just has to get his back somehow. Marcel, you know, we've seen time taking he he can just put, get you against the fence and then grab your neck somehow and or grab your arm and do something crazy. You know, so I know we're seeing different uh, eye to eye on this one, but that's kind of way, the way I'm seeing the fight. So. I'm really looking forward to it, man. I, I think it's going to be a great fight. I, I agree, Glenn. There's no way it goes five rounds. Under, I mean, under four and a half is, is pretty juiced. It's like minus 400. But I think it goes like under under two and a half rounds. So I think it's going to end quick. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it, man. I know you're excited for this card, right? Yeah, for sure, man. For sure. Um, so I know Marcel's got to get out here in a minute. Do you want to quickly go through the PFL? Someone just Do the quick picks. Quick picks, yeah. If you put it on the screen. Yeah, okay. we'll do that. We're going to do like that, guys. So let's pull that up here. One second here. We've got just a couple more minutes. Marcel's got to get here, so do I. But uh, let's go through this card. So uh, odds for this. I'll just go through. The, I have the odds here too, Marcel. Uh, Kayla Harrison. I mean, we didn't have to discuss this fight. Minus 5,000. What a complete joke. Yeah, Moknath Kina's going to win this fight. in other dreams. Someone was telling me that she's going to be competitive. I'm like, come on, guys. Like, I mean, listen, <laughs> like the line's minus 5,000. There's no way. Ray Cooper, the third against Carlos Leal, who's a good fighter taking on short notice, though. Uh, Cooper minus 435, Leal plus 325. I like Cooper. 
I like Cooper, but I don't love him at this price. I wouldn't like bet him. Mean, I wouldn't bet Harrison either, you know, but he should win the fight. I just think Will's decent, you know. I, I, yeah. And I, I don't like how it's on Friday either. I think it should have been on uh, Thursday or Wednesday. Anthony Pettis, minus 245 against Miles Price, 185. Could the underdog win this fight? No, Pettis is. I think Pettis wins this. It's kind of a fight you should win, right? This guy's not that good, man. That's kind right. of a Bellator, like, it's the guy who didn't do well there. Here's an interesting one, though. Roy McDonald against Brett Cooper. Roy McDonald minus 450. Brett Cooper plus 350. Do you think Cooper could knock him out? Maybe? It's possible, dude. It's very possible, but I will still favor Rory McDonald, man. You have to favor Rory, but it's just like Cooper is a very experienced guy, man. He's been around yeah. forever. He's pretty shot, though, too. Yeah, Rory should win. Magomed, Magomed Karamov against Jalas Seferino. Uh, Magomed Karamov minus 600. Marcel Zeferino plus 400. <laughs> Magomed yeah. Karamov, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Julia Bud is a big favorite here as well. Minus two, well, not big, but minus 225. Fabian plus 175. I like the favorite here too. Uh, Julia Bud gets the uh, gets the decision, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sadibusi against Nikolai Alex Sakin. What's, uh, what's the nickname from Sadibusi again, man? Is it like the, the Swedish Morgan Freeman or what's his nickname? Is that what it says? Let me, let me check it. I don't know for sure. Yeah, it says the sweetest dance on Washington. Oh, that's what Washington was. That's hilarious. Minus 140 in the Russian and plus 110 on Saturday. What do you think? Um, I would take the Russian here, man. I'm not sure, but I would take the Russian. Yeah, and then some, some of these fights are kind of like – I don't know some of these fighters, to be honest with you. I like Jara Al-Salawi. I like against oh, – We'll talk about him in a second. Hold on. Pacheco is six, my 600. I don't know her, her, her opponent. Um, plus 400. Yeah, Pacheco should win, I guess. This one's good though. This is a good fight, right? This is your guy, uh, Jarrah Hussein Al Salali, minus two seventy five. He's a, he's a, he's my favorite. I mean, T Val's obviously more experienced, but I like this guy, man. Me too. I think he probably wins too. Yeah. Abby Montez is a favorite. She's the girl who beat uh, Clarissa Shields. Rods yeah. minus two seventy five. Remember they tried to rope her. <laughs> yeah, no, that was split decision. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Plus two hundred five for Elena. Yeah, I mean she should win. I know we picked all the favorites. Actually, here's one dog that I do like. Vanessa Mello is plus 130 against Marie, or Martina Jindrova, minus 160. I think Mello can win this fight. Yeah. So that's the one dog I'm looking at, maybe, because she has so much more experience. Like, And she's fought in the UFC, so it is what it is. All right. And then the other guy, uh, someone else asked for Bellator. We'll do that quickly, Marcel. We won't do all these fights. We'll just do the first couple. Um, Ryan Bader, he is uh, minus 400 against Congo. Bader wins. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, do you think he finishes him or a decision? Um. Uh, maybe a finish, late finish. Chuck Kong was 45 now. He's getting older. Romero's also 45. What do you think of this one? Romero's uh, taking on a short-nose opponent here. The line's dropping. It opened Polizia. at like minus 250. Now it's minus I, 180. I think Policia wins, dude. Yeah, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is another spot, guys. Like, Romero's looked pretty bad. You know, I know, again, fought a really good competition. But Polizia, like, much younger. 15 years younger, Marcel. It's yeah. a big age gap. And pretty talented guy, right? Like, he's looked good. You, you're taking the underdog there in that one. Yeah, for sure. I'm taking Polizzi. I don't have odds for this one. Lorenz Larkin against Kyle Stewart. Uh, Lorenz, what are you say? Go ahead. I want to say Davey Gallo gets a showcase, we right? We don't have – there's no odds. So you'll yeah. say he's going to be a big favorite then? Okay, I yeah, think yeah. that. Lorenz Larkin uh, is fighting Kyle Stewart. He just got signed from the XM Maker. Minus 300 for Larkin, plus two, uh, 230 for Stewart. Any thoughts? I like Stewart, but I prefer Larkin in this fight. I think Larkin gets it together and wins the fight. It's actually his third opponent, right? He was so first supposed to fight Mortaz Aliyev, and then he was supposed to fight Anthony Adams, and now he gets Kyle Stewart. Um, yeah. Stewart's a good fighter, but I think Larkin is uh, overall better. So yeah, there's some other fights. This card. Pedro Carvalho is back. Um, 
He's another guy. He's actually a minus four forty favorite. I, you think he wants to win? What's the favorite of your of your fiance, Pedro Cuff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, minus one forty. Yeah, he's, I think he wins this one, man. Against Piotr Nietzsche or whatever his name. Yeah. So it should be should be decent. I mean, that's one other good fight on that Which card. One? I one? think. Let me see. Um, it's a Soren back. So, yeah, yeah, it's a, a fighter. Yeah, Soren back. He yeah, actually so Soren gets... back minus seven hundred. <laughs> yeah, he was supposed to fight Saul Rogers, so Charlie Lee was short notice. Yeah, opponent. yeah, he's no lose. Uh, he's he's a solid he, fighter. He wins, right? Yeah, that's Thibaut Guti, man. We would expect to see Thibaut Guti. Crazy, right? You know what's crazy? Yeah. He actually had a fight of the night and got cut after a fight of the night with a uh, hack cross. It's kind of surprising. Yeah. Anyways, uh, someone was asking about tough. I didn't see it yet, but I'll probably try to watch the, the fight at least. Um, let me close this. Anyways, I think that's going to be it for today's show, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Marcel, we'll pull your stuff and let's get out of here. But that was a lot of fun today, man. Yeah, man. Uh, my my stuff, BitMarcel24, Twitter, Instagram, and the uh, Mixed Martial Arts section on the Eurosport.nl website. Awesome, man. Yeah, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Martin Podcast. And me, I'll bring our comments on uh, Spotify, iTunes, all those places you can get it. YouTube, obviously. Share, like. Subscribe. Please tell the, the listeners. Really appreciate it, guys. We love it. Uh, bookies.com are our best bets coming out. I'll post them tonight, actually. They're already out. Um, MyMainNews.com and MMAOdsBringer.com. Have a great weekend, everyone. We'll be back Monday with Marcel at uh, 5 p.m. Eastern to recap UFC 274. Take care. Peace.